0: I was tremendously excited when I was asked to lead an all-day service with Young Church. You may have spotted that I'm quite passionate about doing stuff with kids. Um, Our children are so special. They have so much to teach us. We, as Young Church leaders, learn something from them every week. We started planning this service a month ago. We read the story together, and we asked the children what they they thought should be in our service about Pentecost. What we've done is what they suggested. Matthew, Jasmine, Rachel and Bethany all suggested we should say hello in different languages and they did that really well for us this morning. Joel particularly wanted us to read the story out for us and all have different bits to say. It's how we did our Bible reading today. And they all decided that we should have some story where people had fire on their heads, hence the hats. Some singing, and they chose great big God and sing Hosanna. Some praying, we'll come to that in a minute. Some dancing, that's why we've got the streamers. And, wait for it, biscuit and a drink. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I thought you'd all laugh there. We all do as adults. But I'll come back to the biscuit and the drink later. So you see, this service truly has been planned by Young Church. We also asked the children what they thought the grown ups needed to know from this story it was a privilege and so interesting to see what they've said and I want to share it now. As I share this with you all, please listen with open hearts to hear what God is saying to us all through our children. The messages are often on the face of it simple and unsophisticated but I think you'll find that if we let them settle in our spirits they are also profound. So firstly, One of our five-year-olds wants us to know that God is with us and that this is shown by the wind. God is with us. I wonder how much difference it would make if we really lived that every week and had the confidence of that every week. And I was amazed because this five-year-old understands something of the work of the Spirit being the evidence that God is with us. Do you know one John four verse thirteen actually says, and God has given us his spirit as proof that we live in him and he in us. I'm sure this child has not read one John four thirteen. But he understands that truth. So, God is with us and it's shown by the wind. Another child who's six said that the grown ups need to know that they can love God. Because he loves us. We're back to the passages in 1 John about love. I don't think she's read those verses yet either. But she understands that this is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us. Our older children have also reflected on this passage. We asked them to go away and study these verses over the course of a week. Five of them fed their findings back to us. So thank you to Roshan, Thomas, Natty, Esther and Hannah and to those in your families who helped you. They've used words like weird, mysterious, out of this world, amazing, powerful and strange to describe how they imagine it would have felt to experience the wind and the flames. One of our children wrote, it's hard to believe And then in really big letters, but I believe it. Do we believe it? Or do we just acknowledge it as a familiar Bible story without entering into it for ourselves? I sometimes wish I could have faith like that of these children. Our children have had fun with the story too. Natty's written a lovely poem, which I'm going to read you now. Fortunately, Natty and Hannah can't be with us this morning because they've got a ballet show. So... My Pentecost Poem. As I walked into the room, everyone was waiting in the gloom. When I sat down and prayed, there was a strong noise that the wind had made. All I saw was a flame as the Holy Spirit came. He swirled around the room, leaving a trail of dust like a broom. After the Holy Spirit had gone, the room shone but it made everyone outside the room think that we had had too much to drink. It's a lovely little giggle on the end, and I would like to thank Natty, because she's included some lovely humour in it. But I also love how she's started the poem with everyone in the gloom and finished the poem with everyone in a shining room. There's a depth of understanding of the Spirit's work that if we look for it, we can find. Someone wrote that the Holy Spirit is part of Jesus. We're getting into difficult territory here. Trinity, oh my word, goodness me. But I don't think this child's worried about what it means. They just accept it. The Holy Spirit is part of Jesus. And then the children were asked to summarise the passage with three key facts. How about this one? As the Holy Spirit came, they were all filled with his presence. To their great joy, they began to speak many different languages. And the Holy Spirit was giving them power to do this. His presence, his joy, and his power. A seven-year-old, maybe eight, wrote that. And they study the Bible and they've got the key facts from that passage. Rachel, are you ready? Come here, gorgeous girl. We all know Rachel. Rachel has written a song. Are you ready? Go on in. Thank yeah. you. Well done. I don't, I don't, can we try, the original version had two, the first line repeated, Holy Spirit loves me, Holy Spirit loves me, and when I see the church, the Holy Spirit loves me. We're going to have a try, we haven't had very much rehearsal on this to say the least. All right. Okay. But, if we could just play it through a couple of times to get the the melody, and then if we could just try singing it twice, we'll just do listen to it twice, sing it twice. Okay? Come here, gorgeous. Good girl. Jonathan worked with Rachel to get the music written down. Um, I'm just slightly bowled over. If you just look at the words for a minute. What is the church if it's not... God's gift to us to be the vehicle through which we love each other and receive God's love. I think we better watch this space with little songwriter, don't you? And that's what I mean by what seems to be very simple on the the outside actually I think can be quite profound. I hope you've enjoyed the children's reflections I just want to return to the bit about the drinks and the biscuits because we all know how much you children love the drinks and the biscuits don't we I wish you wouldn't eat quite so many okay one each and then you ask mum and dad whether or not you can have another one however however they've got hold of another biblical truth. The next little bit of Acts 2 is talking about how the people spent time together, they broke bread together, they had fellowship together, they loved one another, they spent time in each other's company. That's exactly what we do when we have our coffee and our drinks and our biscuits. It's a key part of being church. So... I think our children have really got quite a good understanding of what Pentecost is all about, and about the church's birthday, and about what we should be trying to do.